Hello, and welcome to the Strange Matters Podcast. Here at Strange Matters, we discuss everything that is bizarre, mysterious, and unexplained. I am Sean, the host for this show. In this episode of Strange Matters, I will be talking about a particularly disturbing crime that took place in the early 20th century in France. The story involves two sisters working as maids for an upper-class family. The Papin sisters have been employed by the family for seven years, and they have been described as idyllic workers. It is because of this fact that the eventual sudden and gruesome act by the sisters would shock the country of France, and would be regarded as one of the worst crimes that took place in that country in the century. In this episode, I'll be going over the history and background of the Papin sisters, the details of their terrible crime, and the aftermath of the event that would quickly become the top story of its time. The topic for this episode was suggested by Laura L., so thanks Laura for sending in this idea, as well as being a Patreon supporter of Strange Matters. Speaking of such, as always a reminder that Strange Matters is made possible by our generous supporters over on Patreon. On Patreon, listeners can pledge a small monthly donation, and in the process can gain access to exclusive bonus episodes only for patrons. Also coming up, there will be another merch giveaway for patrons soon, with items such as magnets, window decals, and stickers, so patrons be on the lookout for that. For any other listeners who are interested in supporting the podcast, please visit our page at patreon.com strangematters. For this episode, I'd like to thank our newest patrons of the show, Laura, Angie, and George. And now to discuss the bizarre and gruesome crime of the Papin sisters. The story begins in Le Mans, France. There, a couple named Clements and Gustave would start a family despite their strained relationship. Clements was supposedly having an affair with her employer, which obviously made Gustave upset. When Clements got pregnant, the pair would get married. Shortly after, Clements would give birth to their first daughter, who they named Amelia. Still suspicious that his now wife was continuing her affair, Gustav made plans to move them away to another city in which he found a new job. Clements, however, declared that she would not leave Le Mans under any circumstance, and if Gustav insisted, she would resort to killing herself. The marriage and the relationship began to fall apart, and Clements' growing alcoholism did nothing to help. A decade later, young Amelia was sent to a Catholic orphanage to live away from the troubled home of her parents. It was there that Amelia would confess that her father, Gustav, had sexually abused her on multiple occasions. Some years later, Amelia would join a convent and become a nun. In the meantime, Clements gave birth to a second daughter in 1905, who was named Christine. Very soon after being born, Christine was also moved away from her parents and would grow up with her paternal aunt and uncle. A few years later, and Clements' third and final daughter would be born, Leah. Just like her other sisters, Leah would leave her mother and go live with an uncle for some years. When middle daughter Christine was around seven years old, she also would go to live at a Catholic orphanage, and would have the desire to become a nun, just like her older sister. Her mother, Clements, would forbid this, however, and instead would push the child to start working. Christine would start training to become a cook, and would go on to be employed by several local families for her services. Christine was described as a consistent worker and a quality cook, though she was also known for having an attitude and for being insubordinate with a few of her employers. 
The youngest daughter, Leah, would develop into a rather quiet and shy child, and was said to have possessed a pretty low intelligence. When the uncle she was living with died, Leah would follow in her sister's footsteps and go live in an orphanage until she was 15. After that, Leah also entered the workforce, and like her sister Christine, was known as a good worker, but one who was more obedient and lacked her sister's troublesome attitude. Rebellious Christine and shy Leah would begin to work together as a pair, offering their services to families as a package. Christine would cook for the families, and Leah would clean the houses. As fate would have it, Christine and Leah would one day be hired to exclusively work as domestic servants for a retired lawyer in Le Mans by the name of René Lancelin. Mr. Lancelin lived with his wife, Liani, and their adult daughter, Genevieve. The family lived in a very nice two-story house, and it seemed like a great opportunity for the Papin sisters. And so, in 1926, Christine and Leah Papin would begin working for René Lancelin, with all parties unaware of the tragic horrors that would eventually come to be. To many outsiders, the Lancelin family and their new domestic servants of the Papin sisters seemed to be a great fit. Christine and Leah had their reputation as good workers, and it seemed like they were well treated by the family. The sisters had their own bedroom in the house, they were allowed to eat the same meals as the family, and they were earning a solid wage. It was said that the neighboring wealthy families were jealous of the situation in the Lancelin household, since such good work was hard to come by. Christine and Leah Papin were model housemaids to those observing the family. Whenever company would come over, the sisters showed proper manners and were well-behaved. The two were often spotted with the Lancelin families on Sunday, as they all went to church together. It does have to be noted, though, that while the Papin sisters were courteous and well-mannered to friends and visitors of the Lancelin family, by large they were mostly unsocial. Practically every moment where they were not working, the two young women preferred to only spend time in their own company. During their two-hour work breaks after lunch, almost every single day, the Papin sisters would spend the entire time in their bedroom alone. They would very rarely ever wish to go out or to leave the house unless it was for work, and it was even rarer that one of the sisters would go out on their own without the company of the other. For seven years, Christine and Leah were dutiful workers to the Lancelin family, and during that time it seemed like a perfect situation to all those who knew them. Everything was not quite as it seemed, however, and unbeknownst to any outsiders, things were not exactly perfect within the Lancelin house. Though the Papian sisters were thought to be well-treated, behind closed doors, that was not the case. One of the strangest aspects of their employment is that they never actually talked with the man who was employing them. In the entire seven years that Christine and Leah Papin lived and worked for the Lancelin family, they never had a real conversation with the head of the household and their main employer, René Lancelin. Instead, the sisters would receive all their orders from his wife, Liani. This was also atypical, though, as Liani did not wish to actually speak with her servants herself, but instead would simply write orders and requirements on notes and then give them to the sisters. Liani was a perfectionist and would frequently go around the house using the white glove test on household furniture, and if she spotted any dirt or dust, she would punish the sister severely. For quite some time, Christine and Leah would put up with Liani's strict orders and be treated by Renee as if they were invisible and not even there. 
Though it appeared as if everything was going perfect in the Lanthlin house, the treatment and living situation the Papine sisters endured would eventually reach a boiling point for them, and one day an argument would become the catalyst for what would become one of the most shocking and disturbing crimes in all of France. The notorious act that would make the Papine sisters infamous occurred on Thursday, February 2nd of 1933. It was a dark, cloudy day with rain showers. The plan for that day was for Liani and her daughter Genevieve to go shopping, after which they would go to Liani's brother's house for dinner, where Rene Lancelin would meet them that evening. The Papine sisters assumed to have the whole house to themselves until late that night. The sisters would go about their chores and work around the quiet house as usual. Christine and Leia did venture out briefly to pick up the iron, which had been at a repair shop. When they returned and plugged the iron into an outlet, though, it would blow a fuse, causing the power to go out. The sisters decided that repairing the fuse was not a particular priority, seeing as how the Lancelins were not expected to return until very late that night, and so they planned to fix it early the next morning. Christine was surprised, however, when Liani and Genevieve returned home early that afternoon after their shopping outing. When Liani returned to her house and saw that the electricity was out, and that the sisters had not bothered to fix it yet, she exploded in anger. She would approach and scream at Christine, shouting how worthless she was. It would appear that Christine had finally reached her breaking point of putting up with Liani's constant outbursts and put-downs, and had finally decided to act on it. In the middle of Liani's tirade, Christine would suddenly reach out and grab a pewter jug sitting on a nearby shelf, and smashed it against Liani's head. Liani would stagger under the blow, and Genevieve, in turn, would leap at Christine to defend her mother. As the woman fought, Christine shouted out for Leia, screaming, I'm going to massacre them. Hearing the commotion, Leia ran down the stairs to witness the brawl taking place between the women. Leia tackled and began to attack Liani, as Christine did the same with the daughter Genevieve. The two sisters had the upper hand, and were hitting the Lancelin women who were, in turn, trying to defend themselves as best they could. Christine shouted encouragement to Leia, screaming, smash her head into the ground, tear her eyes out. Always the dutiful sister, Leia did exactly what she was ordered. She repeatedly picked up and hit Liani's head against the floor until she stopped resisting, and then, using her own fingers, began to tear the eyes away from her face. Right beside them, Christine would begin to do the very same thing with the younger Genevieve. After a few violent moments, the sisters got up off of their victims. Liani and Genevieve were bloodied, concussed, and now blind, completely helpless. The Papin sisters were not satisfied with their violence, however, and Christine went to retrieve a hammer and a kitchen knife before returning. The sisters began to bash and stab at Liani and Genevieve until their screams stopped and they laid still. Finally content with ending their torment at the hands of Liani, the sisters ended their attack. Christine and Leo would lock the doors of the house, stripped out of their bloody clothes, and went up to their bedroom alone to wait. Some hours later, Rene Lancelin was wondering where his wife and daughter were, as they never showed up for dinner. Rene would travel back to his house that night, accompanied by his brother-in-law. They returned to a completely dark house, and found that the doors were locked and bolted from the inside, and no one was answering the calls at the front door. Feeling something was wrong, Rene contacted the police and waited for their arrival at his home. Soon thereafter, a policeman arrived at the Lancelin house and decided to break in. 
After climbing over a side wall to gain access to the house, the man entered and witnessed the two mutilated bodies of Liani and Genevieve, laying in the middle of a completely blood-soaked floor. Knowing that the family had two servants and fearing that they had suffered the same gruesome fate, the policemen searched the house and came across the closed and locked door of the bedroom belonging to the Papin sisters. A locksmith was called to open the door, and after gaining access, the police found Christine and Leia laying naked in bed right beside each other. A bloody hammer was seen on a nearby chair, with hair tangled up and stuck to the weapon. Questioning was not needed, as the sisters immediately confessed to killing the two women downstairs, claiming that it was self-defense. Christine said, it was her or us. Leia followed up by saying, from now on, I am deaf and dumb. And with that, the Papine sisters were taken into custody, where they would remain almost completely silent for some time. As news spread across Le Mans, and then across all of France, people everywhere were horrified and shocked at the gruesome details of the double murder that took place. It quickly became the story everyone wanted to hear about, and the upcoming trial gained a huge amount of attention. While some saw the act as just mindless butchery, others would actually come out to defend the Papin sisters. Several known intellectuals of the time would speak out for the sisters, claiming that the murders were the result of the tension between the classes. It was claimed that Christine and Leia were simply rebelling against the harsh abuse of their masters. Several prominent intellectuals would declare the murderous acts of the Papin sisters as examples of class warfare. While awaiting trial, the Papin sisters were separated, which caused them to display a great amount of stress and anger. Christine would throw tantrums and would not follow any orders until she was back with her sister. The prison staff eventually agreed to put the sisters together in an attempt to calm down the unruly Christine. After putting them together, it was said that Christine immediately ripped open her blouse and threw herself at Leia. This act, and their general closeness and dependency with each other, has led some to believe that the sisters were involved in an incestuous relationship with each other. Christine would have several other outbursts while awaiting her trial, and one of which she began screaming uncontrollably and attempted to claw her own eyes out. She was restrained before she could do any permanent damage to herself, however. Christine would then be placed in a straitjacket and monitored frequently to ensure that she did not harm herself any further. Christine would claim that she had entered a similar state of frenzy when she had murdered the Lancelin women, which implied to some that she had some type of mental condition that caused her prone to violent acts. During the trial, the defense would attempt to argue that the sisters attacked the Lancelin women after a bout of temporary insanity. To further bolster this claim, the history of mental illness within the Papin family was brought up. A cousin of the sisters had died in an asylum after suffering from some type of mental condition. One of their uncles had killed themselves after also being known to have some type of mental affliction, and the grandfather was known for his spontaneous and violent outbursts towards others. This idea was largely rebuked by three court-appointed doctors, though, who carried out a series of evaluations on the sisters to determine their mental state. All three of them concluded that Christine and Leia had no pathological mental disorders. The court would ultimately not buy the temporary insanity defense, and declared that Christine and Leia were sane during their attacks. The two sisters would be found guilty of their crimes after a 40-minute deliberation of the jury. Christine Papin was sentenced to death by guillotine in the public square, 
while Leia was sentenced to 10 years of hard labor. A lighter sentence since it was believed that Christine was the ringleader of the two, and was the one who was able to convince her dull-witted sister to carry out the attack. After the trial, some psychological experts would put forth that the Papin sisters may have experienced a phenomenon known as folie a deux, also referred to as a condition of shared psychosis. Shared psychosis is a psychiatric syndrome in which symptoms of a delusional belief are transmitted from one individual to another. Some of the symptoms of shared psychosis include visual and audible hallucinations, a sense of persecution, and the capability for inciting violence and perceived self-defense against imagined threats. In most cases of shared psychosis, one partner clearly dominates the other. A lot of this description falls in line with the Papian sisters, as Leia's shy personality and low intellect were completely overshadowed by the dominant and rebellious Christine. We have actually covered the topic of shared psychosis here on Strange Matters before, and discussed several notable cases of it. So if this unusual psychological condition sounds interesting, make sure to go back and check out our episode on shared psychosis. As for the outcome of the Papian sisters, Christine's mental condition began to deteriorate even more. Now completely separated from her sister, Christine grew depressed, hostile, and uncooperative, and had no wish to take care of herself. Due to her condition, her death sentence was commuted and said to one of life imprisonment. This new sentence would be rather short-lived, however, as Christine would end up starving herself to death several years after her guilty verdict. Leia would have a more peaceful outcome. While in prison, she did not cause any trouble and did as she was told. Due to her good behavior, Leia was released from her sentence two years early and was discharged in 1941. Leia would go to live with her mother and began to live under a new name. She would ultimately get a new job working as a hotel maid. Her exact fate is unknown, as by some accounts she passed away in 1982, but a French documentary crew claimed to have found her instead living in a hospice center after suffering a stroke, and that she didn't actually die until 2001. This mystery woman in the hospital was half-paralyzed and could not speak due to her stroke, so it's unclear what the real truth is, and uncertain if this person really was Leia Papin. The murders of the Papin sisters shocked France, and for many years afterwards, the case is still considered one of the most disturbing crimes in the country's history. The sheer brutality of the murders themselves made it stand out, as well as the strange behavior and the relationship between the sisters. There has been much debate about what exactly was the cause of the murderous rampage, and what the overall motive was. While some believe the sisters were somewhat justified in their attack against an abusive and tyrannical employer, others state that the women had pretty good working and living conditions compared to most, and that they had no real reason to react with such brutality. Some have theorized that the dysfunctional family that Christine and Leia came from must have played some part in their eventual crime. Still others counter by pointing out that Christine and Leia spent the majority of their childhood away from their troubled parents. Unlike with what happened to their eldest sister Amelia, there was never any mention by them or by any other family members that the sisters were abused in any way growing up. One of the main common theories that answers the many questions about the sisters and the murder again surrounds the psychological condition known as shared psychosis. 
The main idea behind this is that the crime was not a result of the actions or motives of either Christine or Leia as individuals. Rather, it was only with a combination of the two in a shared, disturbed psychological state could the murders have taken place. In other words, if it was only Christine or Leia who had been in the situation individually without the other, then they would not have been able to, or even want to, commit the terrible and gruesome crime that they did as a pair. While we will never know the exact, true intentions and motives behind the murderous crimes of Christine and Leia, the notoriety and disturbing nature of the murders that the Papin sisters committed cemented in French history as one of the most unusual and dark crimes to ever take place. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Strange Matters Podcast. If you have any thoughts or feedback on the disturbing case of the Papian sisters, or if you have any suggestions for future episodes, you can reach us at strangematterspodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow and contact the podcast at our social media sites on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So until the next episode of the Strange Matters Podcast, take care, everyone.